When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm seeing something. It's smiling at me. But not a friendly smile. The worst smile I've ever seen in my life. Do you see it right now? Smile. Rated R. Only in theaters September 30th. Hello and welcome to episode 11 of Yeah, welcome and uh I went to the match last year, a week and a half ago, uh, with Ireland, England, and I have to say, now I must admit, I got the tickets at a, um, a free. I went to this dude down Waterford. I met John Delaney. Uh, he said, would you like tickets to that gig, that game between Ireland and England? I said, yes. There was nothing underhand going on here. I just, Got free tickets. Who's going to refuse that? I didn't, he's not trying to buy me off. I didn't discover him in a room, you know, dressed up in bondage gear, sniffing cocaine off a midget's arse or anything like that. Like that didn't happen at all. It's just that he offered me the tickets and I uh, said yes, then corporate tickets, corporate box, which meant I could actually get a pint because nobody else could get a pint. They, they, well, if you weren't in the corporate thing because they closed the pubs all around the Aviva Stadium and it was like 12 o'clock in the morning when people were arriving I mean what do they think was going to happen because I'll tell you one thing nothing happened at the match and I thanks for the tickets John Delaney but it was the most boring match I've been at thousands of people went there thousands of people went to this match most people beside me were just chatting during the match no one was interested except few hardcore Irish fans and a few hardcore English fans. Thousands of people. I just like, you know, there's a gig on. I do a gig on a Monday night in the Improv, uh, in the International Bar in Wicklow Street. And it's a lot, it's any gig, any of those gigs is a lot better than that match I went to see on Sunday before last. So I'm just it's just weird when thousands of people go to something that's incredibly boring. And so thanks for the tickets, John Delaney. Um so uh I uh I'm just wondering actually, do you know what? Because the one of the reasons it's not that good, you think Ireland, England, you think Ireland, England, the old enemy, it's gonna be oh we wanna beat them. It's that's not happening anymore. That's all gone, that's finished. We're all friendly now. The Queen's been over here, Prince Charles has been over here. There was a bit of booing for the the uh English national anthem, uh, which was uncalled for, I have to say, but even that was half-hearted. You know, it's all over. The troubles are over. I mean, it's, I'm glad they're over, but it has taken the the fire out of this Ireland-England match. And uh, to be honest, the whole Ireland-England-Scotland-Wales-Northern Ireland thing, to me, it's just, it's 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 mental. You know, it's all like this, particularly the Scotland-England thing. What was this? They're in the same country now. It's been voted for. Why are you... In, why have you got separate football teams on Wales? You've got Bale and they've got, uh, who's the Ramsey. Why don't they just join together? Yeah, they're separate countries. They've got their own culture, but just have the same team because 
fucking France and Spain are doing it. In Spain, you've got the Catalans and you've got the Basques and they're all on the same team. And we're just starting off. And I wouldn't even give a damn anymore if Ireland joined up as a football team, not as a country, with uh, with England, Scotland, Northern Ireland. And well, we all had the same team because I'm getting fed up of this shit where you're starting with the disadvantage of choosing your team from a tiny pool of a... Four million people when Germany have, I don't know how many million. It's not feckin' fair. What's the point? And we have all these different sports like feckin' Gaelic and hurling. They only have football over there. Maybe they're skiing. That's all. It's, we should all join together. We've got like the most Irish looking person on the England team, Rooney, with the big spud head on him. You know, he is more Irish looking than any Irish person I've ever seen. And um, and we've got uh, fellows on our team who w- grew up in England, so it's or Scotland or whatever. So it's just, but you know, we might as well all join together. It's controversial, but I think we should because I'm I want to I want to go to a match where there's a chance, there's just a chance of winning, you know, winning against a good team. <sighs> I I I I think it should happen. Uh, I remember actually Rooney, uh, I was doing gigs over in England when Rooney became a star first and um, I was introduced at a gig in Birmingham and people said, ladies and Joe Rooney and the whole audience started going Rooney, they didn't know who I was but it was like Rooney, Rooney and I, I, for some reason the first thing I said when I got on stage was I'm not related to that spud-headed fuck and this is like, this is their hero. Wayne Rooney's their hero. That was the worst way I could have started a gig off. That's like if I was an English comedian and I came over here to do a gig and the first thing I said is Roy Keane's a, is a, is a, is a fucking idiot or something. You know, uh, it was tough after that. Well, I oh, won them around eventually, but it was the, you learn, you learn as you go along. You don't, you don't just blab out some random piece of uh, insulting shit about it. You don't insult the whole country before you start your gig. Uh, right, well, I've got an interview coming up now with uh, Luanne Parle and uh, I've known her over the years. She's come to a few of my gigs and I've met her at different things, you know. And um, she came in and she sang a song, which is the first person, she's the first person to sing a song live on Potter Rooney. So, yeah, have a listen. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, I I'm uh, delighted to have you in because you, you used to come to gigs and all that. You know, you used to come to my own gigs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I've, been, I've been a fan for a while. Ah, Jesus. <laughs> Thanks, yeah, yeah. No, you came down to one in uh, Gory, I remember, and like... That's right. That was, um, uh, that was great. That good was a good night. track for you, though. Where, where are you? Do, live in Wicklow, is it? Well, yeah, but I was actually living in Gory then. Oh, after were you? That. I think it was after, after that. that. Yeah. You liked Gory so much. I did, I loved it so much. I said, track. no, I need to live here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, that was a great night. Yeah, 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 yeah. cool. Uh, yeah, I know. Um, so what, you live in Gory? No, yeah, you don't live in Gory. Where do you live now? 
So I was living in Gory for six years. Mm. At the minute, I'm back in Wicklow because I'm from Wicklow That's originally. Where you're from, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Love Wicklow. So um, yeah. So I'm back there for the moment, and yeah. and sure, then we'll see where. Yeah, where life takes me next. You could take you anywhere, <laughs> especially if you go on a on a hike. Cause you, <laughs> on a you, hike, you get lost when you go on hikes. You've heard about my hike. Yeah, I heard about it. I saw photos on Facebook of your Covered. legs. <laughs> all was it cut and bruised or something? Cut and bruised. Um, so I went on holidays, off for mm. a couple of days for a bit of rela- relaxation and rest, you know, yeah. as you do. Yeah. And um, so I went to Mulligmore. Yeah. My friend thought we were staying in Sligo itself, so she was all set with the heels and the skirts and everything. And I was oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. No, no, we're not actually in Sligo. No. Town. Kind of. <laughs> Little bit out, you know, we're here for the rest. Yeah, <laughs> relaxation. yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so off we set anyway. She said to me mm. one day, there's Bundoran over there. And I was like, all right, Jan. Yeah. She was like, you know, we could walk that yeah. via the cliffs. You mm. know, it even sounds mental. Was well, she just dying to get somewhere where there was you could go for a, a night out? Or <laughs> she probably was. Yeah. Let's walk for the night out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had um, um, these kind of three-quarter length pants on me mm. and little pump things. Like they weren't, you oh, know. So you weren't like in hikey gear at oh, all? God. Oh, God, no. <laughs> I don't think I own any. Oh hiking gear now mm. and um, so yeah so it was never going to happen we were never like we were nowhere near Bundoran mm. and I ended up in a bog hole jumped right into it yeah I did, I just, what, what overtook you you just said I'll do this or um, you, you well know. so <laughs> we were kind of meeting cul-de-sacs <laughs> everywhere you're so depressed <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what a bog hole if was if I can't get to Bundoran and just jumping in a bog I'm hole jumping in the hole <laughs> I, uh, so she was like you know she grew up on a farm and she was like this is wet ground here and I was like I should scrounge <laughs> Fine, like mm. I'll jump and in for Christy. <laughs> and mm. uh, she was like, I don't think that's. And before, you know, I was like, Oh, I'd like to show you. And of course, I thought I was just jumping to the other side. Mm. I went down into a flipping four foot hole. Like, did you? Yeah, and I'm only five foot. <laughs> <laughs> so, that might have ended well. It's like quicksand. Yeah, that's what it was like. But it was really, you went way down. I did, you? yeah. I did, yeah. <laughs> Were you screaming or? I said, help me. I do remember yeah. that. I think it was the first time I've ever uttered those words in my life. Help me. Help me. In I a very calm way. Help <laughs> you me. Kept, just help me. Help me. <laughs> I know. They were my last words. Because I was like, just imagine, right, if, you know, you had to go back and tell my family that I'd actually drowned in the bog mm. hole. You know, my last words were help me. Mm. You know, you didn't. <laughs> yeah. The good thing about drowning in a bog hole, though, is your body would be preserved. You know, you'd. Would say, it? Yeah. Yes, you know the bog bodies. They they always find these bodies in bogs. They're in mm. the museum if you go in, and they're quite preserved. <laughs> they're thousands of years old, that does and the hair and the skin are still on them. Be so, something about the bog. So that would have been so that would have been a plus. You anyway. would have looked perfect. Would have been fine. <laughs> you would have covered in brown. <laughs> and it would give me a wash. What time? You like a tan, <laughs> fake tan, a tan, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just hope that they would have been able to um, find the spot I went in at. You know, if they did come yeah. back to find me later. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they would. So, uh, yeah, are you? You were, you were recording, you were recording a video for this new single I saw as well on Facebook. Uh, yeah, R- R- roll the dice, roll the dice, and that was on the beach, wasn't it? All that. Yeah, down you, in Carriclough in County Wexford. Yeah, love County Wexford, me. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, back down <laughs> there. Down yeah. to Wexford yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no. So the director Michael Benson, he lives mm. in Wexford, and um, so he came up with the various locations. But Carriclough mm. Beach is beautiful. It's yeah. Big long stretch of yeah, it's gorgeous. Um, and they filmed Saving Private Ryan there as well. Oh yeah, that was the beach. Yeah, right. So um, 
Yeah, I just, uh, it's an EDM mix, um, which is like a dance mix. Oh, right, cool, um, cool, I would have cool. just said dance myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know. What does EDM stand for? Electronic dance music mix. Ah, okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Because apparently you have to say mix at the end, because I was just saying EDM, and they were like, it's EDM mix. <laughs> oh. Yeah, electronic dance music. Dance music, music mix. mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's specific. an EDM mix. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so... so that's why you kind of were making the video more kind of... Yeah. Beachy. Beachy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Just that it's a bit more... Um, just wanted kind of young and cool and... Mm. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. like me. <laughs> I'm on myself. <laughs> <laughs> Not too young anymore, but... Um, mm. So, mean. <laughs> well, you're a lot younger than me, so... Oh, I don't I know. worry about it. <laughs> So I, I posted out a mm. post on Facebook looking for bodies, basically, people to, you know, strip to the bikinis and the, yeah. yeah. And, um, I was surprised by the, I've received a good, you know, a, a good lot of people. I am not surprised because, because these days it's different. Like, like yeah. it, 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 on Facebook now, uh, girls are taking photographs themselves in oh, bikinis are, yeah, and just putting true. it up there, Posting you know. Up. Yeah, no inhibition. People are delighted to show themselves off. Well, see, I had the opposite now. Mm-hmm. I was uh, now I did train really hard beforehand. Yeah, and um, that's all kind of gone to pot now. <laughs> but but I did train really hard then, and uh, so the bikini scene was coming out of the water in the in the white bikini. Yeah, just kind of we were hinting towards the Andres from Bond. Yeah, Bond movie. Yeah, <laughs> no pressure whatsoever. Like, <laughs> so I went down to the the shoreline where the cameraman and um, the girl that's doing all the behind the scenes and mm. Michael Kelly photographer everybody was all there and I went down like in a towel up yeah. to here I was like we're turn around everyone <laughs> turn around till I get in now mm. and uh, they were like really come on like you know get in there and I was like no I'm not going in until you turn around <laughs> did you say that? I did yeah and I literally ran all the way in and like I was running for ages <laughs> because Co- oh yeah uh, Irish beaches the, yeah. the water remains shallow for a long time <laughs> I kept running shouting don't come around it I'm not in so they they had knocked great crack out of me but like of course the photographer didn't listen to me and he was snapping away there so yeah yeah so, which yeah. was good I suppose because otherwise it would been all headshots <laughs> what, what would be the point what then in all that work in the gym the, I don't know I'm just not right I'm, not I'm wearing a bikini but you can't see any of it yeah it's there <laughs> you can <just> see my <laughs> head <laughs> under that water I am yeah, yeah it's funny I, I think Irish people are very body conscious well I mean yeah unless yeah. we go away then it doesn't matter does yeah it? that's true mm. that it all comes off but like it's <laughs> because we're uh, because it's cold weather and most of the time we're we have layers on us layers on yeah, so it's unusual so if you lived in Spain and normally you're going around most of the year yeah. hardly wearing that that's very true that's you'd just get used to the whole that's idea probably what it is yeah yeah I actually did um, <laughs> uh, uh, when I ha- was needed money I did uh, artist model so they used no. to come out, yeah, yeah. It was around. Naked I was, sort. yeah, Go I was twenty six or something like that, oh. and uh, <laughs> it was fifteen quid an hour. And um, that wasn't bad. Do you know what? Once the first time I did it, that's it. You go down, you get, um, you uh, take your clothes on, put on a a uh, robe, right? So then you right. come out, and then that first thing you go, I'm, I'm going to take this off now. I mind my. If I did it normally, people would just go, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> so that was the initial kind of thing. Are they all not going to go, no, oh, you were meant oh to God. wear underwear. It wasn't meant to be naked. <laughs> you know, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> but, yeah. But, once that, but once that initial thing's uh, gone, it's it's fine. Yeah. I was fine. Yeah. Because 
Oh, you're a bleeding body, you know. Yeah, you know, I, just, I, think. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah we yeah. shouldn't be, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm the worst in the world, really, but... I was really glad you're I did a really it. Really good looking girl. You oh, know, need to be, uh, you know. So <laughs> thanks very much. Mm. I was no, I was, I was just, um, it was the the whole bikini thing, and then cameras, and then do you know? I, I knew I had obviously posted up on Facebook, so people were kind of expecting. So I couldn't get out of it. Like it's not like yeah. I could say, well, I didn't go for the bikini after. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, you had to. I had to do it then, and uh, mm. but I was really glad I did. You know, yeah. I was. Like, I don't know if I'll do it again. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but at least I can say I did that, you know? Yeah. yeah. Jesus, it's really uh, fair play. Thanks Good much. stuff. It was freezing, though. Uh, yeah, of yeah. course. It's Ireland. Yeah. It was absolutely freezing. Like, it was about yeah. 8 o'clock that evening as well yeah. when I went in. But, you know, the sun shone that day, so it was great. I mean, mm. we were blessed with the weather. Oh, 8 so. o'clock in the evening, you know? Yeah, when you got me into for, the water. Is that... For the light is better. For the light, yes. Whatever they the one to the light, and we kind of yeah, because overhead light is not very flattering. Yeah, you're probably yes to get the good light, especially when you're you know bearing the bikini. But yeah, so we we shot the video in the on the beach, which is great, and people were so good. Like they all turned up, and they 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 just did what they had to do, and they were brilliant. Um, then we had a nightclub scene that was a different a different day, and that was just great fun. And um, Fergal Darcy, um, he came down and he's DJ'd for us and got everybody really going so we sort of all went on the floor first you know it's like two o'clock in the day and yeah. we were all kind of like oh you know bopping yeah. slightly yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. and then a couple of hours later like we were giving it loads you know <laughs> just yeah. pretend we really thought to be honest I really thought like I was I was out in a nightclub yeah. because it's dark and it was dark and you don't and see that it's light and outside yeah. that's it yeah, yeah. And, and loads of people turned up and then there was a couple of other nights then where um, mm. we had some kind of cutaway shots and that mm-hmm. so um, it was lots of fun now Lots of fun. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah. It's sometimes they don't. I so they have the music playing because I've done a mm. film scene where um, if there's dialogue because it's a video, it's different. If there's dialogue in a nightclub scene, yeah. they don't want music playing because they want to record the dialogue separately. Oh, okay. So everyone has to pretend there's music playing oh and dance away, and it's just the weirdest. That would be weird. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> I it's would find that weird. All these people <laughs> pretending dance there's music out, out, on. Of, out of beat as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They don't really know what. They song just, they were meant to be no, dancing to. So. That's, that's what she's just saying. Yeah. <laughs> that's mad. I know, yeah, yeah, it's weird. So, look, you, so you grew up in Wicklow, yeah. I know that you started off playing music from really young, didn't you? Like, you yeah. were like. Six. Six. Is that actually <laughs> yeah. true? Six. I was six, yeah, yeah, when I started singing in the church. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Singing in the choir, is it? It was actually, um, my, it was solo. My dad mm. used to. I don't know how he got into it, but he started um, training all the local kids for the Sunday Mass. Mm-hmm. Um, and that would just be that, you know, they'd all hop up and they'd do a little song. But it was a solo song, you know, and little yeah. actions. And oh, it was lovely, like. Yeah. And so he used to do the rehearsals in, in uh, my family home. Yeah. And I was there. And so I'd be like, Daddy, can I sing? Yeah. <laughs> can I sing? You really wanted to I re- do it. I did. I really wanted to. Yeah. So eventually my mom was like, Joe, you just better give her a song. Like, because I can't listen to her anymore. Like, <laughs> mm. so um, that's how it happened. They gave me a song. Mm. And I, and yeah, so every Sunday I would sing there mm. um, and loved it. Uh, and but you'd then, sing solo, would you? I would, yeah. Yeah. yeah we, it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't a whatever. I don't know why that was whatever the way that my dad used to do it was it yeah. wasn't a choir it was actually little little solos oh everyone uh, did everyone solos. did their own yeah, little yeah, solos yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah and then did, were you how did you learn did, when did you start learning an instrument the, um, 
Shortly after that, because I started um, entering talent competitions. Really? So you just really wanted, this is what you just, wanted to do from yeah. day one? Yeah. I don't know why or they just... Are your parents, like your parents are obviously your dad's doing the choir, but dad, they, yeah. are they involved in entertainment uh, apart from that? Other than that, no, my dad just used to sing and write and, but he wouldn't have been a, a very confident, he was amazing, like, but he wouldn't have been... He'd write songs. Yeah, yeah. write songs, but um, kind of more like he would play at home, do you know, he'd kind of sit us up on his knee and he'd play away and um, maybe like an odd time he might do like, you know, the local singing pubs or something like that, but mm-hmm. um, but he was he was fabulous, just didn't have kind of the confidence. Yeah. Um, and what did, what is his job then? Plumbing contractor, yeah. Plumbing contractor, yeah, yeah. 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 And did your mum work? So? Uh, no, she minded us. Yeah. She stayed at home and she How many of you? So there was uh, three of us, myself yeah. and my two brothers. Yeah, yeah. And then my cousin came to live with us when he was nine. Yeah. Because his mum had died. Oh. So, uh, yeah, so there was me and the three boys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so your dad, did he play piano or guitar or what? He's guitar. Guitar, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh. Right. Yeah, so that was where I started. So, yeah. And then, what happened then? So talent competitions, anywhere mm. I could get, like I was, I was up there. And you, you um, sing in covers or your own? What time did, uh, did you I suppose it was a lot of covers. Yeah. yeah. No, definitely not at that point. It was definitely covers. Um. And what kind of songs did you do then? <laughs> so yeah. my dad was a big Johnny Cash fan. Yeah. <laughs> so I was there singing Ring of Fire. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, Johnny Cash, Kenny Rogers, um, that was kind of my dad's. So a country vibe. Kind of the country vibe. And obviously that is where it comes from. Yeah. 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 Um, cause I think you pick up, especially when you're a kid, you pick up those little, those little things, those little vocal things as well, which I wasn't aware of at the time, but from listening to, so it was a lot of American kind of folky, kind of country that was yeah. that was what my dad was listening to so that's what he was kind of you know that's what he was singing so then I was I was singing the so same that's where you got your influence from but I did think you, that's where it but came did you from, never yeah. like kind of rebel against that <laughs> oh yeah I did yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that went on of course for the mm. few years Um then I made the album at 12 signed my first record deal that's unbelievable though mm. Like what? What, what do you think? Like Twelve. <laughs> yeah. Of course, my son is really into music. He's sixteen now, and he's yeah. he's in a band, and he. Oh, and, very good. Uh, but uh, just don't know that twelve. What he would have done? I know. Yeah. I tell you what, he would have done when he was twelve. It would have been uh, speed metal or something. Yeah, because that's what he was into. That's what he was into. <laughs> yeah. Now yeah. he's kind of matured, but so you kind of find yourself like mm. I. I wouldn't have at this point. Yeah, of course, I was just I was a kid who loved to sing, mm. and I wouldn't have really have kind of of course I wouldn't have found myself musically at that point anyway but you were um, writing songs at 12 yeah I was writing songs so how do you write a song when you're 12 what do you write about what do you think about um, do you, oh do you know it was very what's kind of going on at the time like you know um they're very childish, I suppose, you know, it's about... To be influenced by whatever you're... Yeah. Here ...and copying it or something. Yeah, I suppose I would, because I was very, I was a very inquisitive child, so mm. uh, I would listen to lyrics a lot. Oh, right. And uh, so I'd always say, hey, Dad, what's what's that about there now? <laughs> yeah? Yeah, he'd be like, uh, maybe, you know, I shouldn't have been asking these things. Uh, uh, definitely about some lines and lyrics. Yeah. And so he was like, what do you think it's about? And I'd say, well, I think it's, and, and you know, I'd go off on my little spiel about what I thought it was about. And mm. he'd say, well, that's what it's about. If that's what you think it's about, that's what it is to you. So he never kind of influenced me then. And, you know, but he did try mm. and like, there was a little vinyl shop, uh, sorry, a little secondhand shop right in the corner from mm. where we lived. So they used to sell secondhand vinyl. Mm. And uh, so 
dad would bring me in at the time I didn't appreciate it because I was just standing there kind of yawning going can we go like yeah. <laughs> you know and he's sifting yeah. through all these for hours but um, so we'd bring them home and like there was Fleetwood Mac and Bruce Springsteen the Eagles a lot of that kind of mm. and so he would say right we're going to put this on I'm like Jesus <laughs> I didn't appreciate it at the time, you yeah. know. And he was like, you will, you will just listen to this now. Um, mm. So I was, yeah, he introduced me to a lot of that stuff. And it does go in there somewhere, like. Yeah, um, of course. Yeah. Then, of course, Kylie Minogue was, she was the big thing back in my day. I should be so lucky and all that. Mm. Locomotion. And <laughs> and that's, you got into that then? Loved it. Oh, mm. yeah, sure. I was dancing around the kitchen to dress up as Kylie and everything mm. like. Um, so, no, I very much had my own kind of childhood then as well as, mm. you know. That's strange because my son uh, was into good music from about four or five. Like I was li- playing the Pixies and uh, oh, what yeah. I would consider good music anyway. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mark Boland, I remember he Lovely, was really yeah. into that good music, right? Really good music, yeah. And then he had one year when he just started liking shit music altogether, right. like the chart stuff. I think he was influenced yeah. by friends at school. See, that's what it is, isn't it? It's yeah. Funny. And then you're listening to stuff to be fit to fit in as well, like so. Yeah. You know, you want to know what's kind of current, or so mm. I'd say. I'd say that does play a part. Yeah. Mm. And, and then, did he grow out? And of then it? he just got out of it, yeah. and he changed his friends as well. And he must yes. have realised, God, these guys. <laughs> Really like shit music. And what kind of music were, were they listening to? It was like this, you know, this kind of dancey, crappy rap. It's like there'd be a tiny bit of a rap in it. Mm. I don't know. I, I don't even you know. I'm anyway. so not interested in that music mm. that I wouldn't even know the names of the people. I mean, he was into Eminem for a while. And Eminem's pretty good. Yeah. But uh, who else? Um, yeah, I like Eminem. He's very clever. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a great lyricist. Yeah, yeah he is. Yeah, he is. yeah. Uh, oh, uh, what's his name that did, uh, uh, oh God, uh, there was something, oh, I can't remember. I used to, oh, he's an English rapper anyway. Okay. Uh, it'll come to me in a minute. It's anyway. And, um, he, uh, we can do this until we fall down. Oh, well, oh that sounds familiar. Yeah. It's, uh, I'll look, <laughs> I'll try and think about it. <laughs> I even know, I even know the lyrics of this guy. I actually like this one song. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, it doesn't matter. Whatever. So he was into that for a while. But mm-hmm. uh, like you, so you went through that period as well, basically. Yes. Yeah, so at, 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 at what age that was? Well, I suppose, I'm, what age would I be when Kylie was around? I can't really remember. I was young anyway. Two. Yeah, I'll pretend, <laughs> I'll pretend, I'll pretend I was two. <laughs> so you went through that period. So I did, yeah. And, yeah. and, and did you write songs like that? Did yeah, you, I would have been. Yeah, 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 yeah. I should be so lucky, lucky, lucky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and when I listen back now, I do laugh because, I mean, like, I wouldn't even repeat some of the lyrics now. They're just, they're hilarious. But there was so, uh, uh, one song kind of haunts me and did haunt me all through my, sc- my school years because I wrote this song called I Look Up to the Sky. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was about Christmas and the star and all, you know, the mm. bedtime star. And... Um, so I, I, I'd, I'd auditioned for the Late Late Toy Show mm. and uh, I got on and I performed on the show with my song that mm. I had written, this little I Look Up to the Sky. Mm. Um, and uh, for, like, you know, I, it was great and all, it was lovely. Mm. And But for the whole of my school years, like 
every day in secondary school, like people are like, oh, there's a look up to the sky, bird shit in my eye. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah you were yeah. like the, uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the goody, goody yeah, t-shirts a little child. bit. I was a little <laughs> yeah. bit. I'm like, for God's sake, I was 11. <laughs> you know? So that did follow me all through, um, my, my secondary school. Oh, well, years. that would be embarrassing because when you're that age, <laughs> Uh, six months later, you've changed. Well, Do you know what it. I mean? Yeah, you're changing so much. Yeah, so quickly, yeah. and then, <laughs> but that that was on TV, so you can't I couldn't. wipe that away. In fact, I yeah. think when you went on the Late Late Show, didn't was it with Pat Kenny? Did he play a clip of that? Yes, he played a clip of that before you. Yes, he did sang before I sang my song. <laughs> <laughs> Mortified you. Do, it pops up all the time. Uh, yeah. Like, and you were on the late, you know, the toy show when you were eleven. Yes, and oh, we have a clip. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's there forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, no, Whatever. but you know, it's, it's all good. Um, like it's priceless yeah. kind of, what's the word now? It's, uh, it grounds you and all as well, do you know, but it's, uh, it, it all does come into play, you know, later on kind of when you're trying to carve a career out of it, you mm. know, that it does, it all helps. It's all there anyway. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, being through, uh, uh doing something, you know, I've, we've all done something that we're embarrassed about. <laughs> Jesus. But also, but just doing, I would say that, uh, doing hard gigs for me, mm. I learn more from them than doing easy gigs. That's very, that's extremely true, isn't it? Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, the great ones that be great and then you'll go off and that'll be, you know, you'll just remember them that were great and that's it, but you won't, yeah. you'll remember the other ones and remember what went wrong. You remember what went wrong and how yeah. to deal with it the next time. Absolutely. Because you kind of can make a gig hard for yourself. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. Like, am I making the wrong decision? Mm. I don't, I'm sure it's different doing music than comedy. Comedy is very hard. In comedy, like, if something is, if you're getting a heckler, you don't know how to deal with it the first time, it. and then you learn how to deal with it. Because sometimes yeah. you're better off just, or if people are chatting, this kind of mm. stuff. You know, you learn how to deal with it. How would you silence a crowd? Now? Well, yeah, one way really. of actually, it's the weirdest thing. What you do is you start talking really quieter, oh. and and leave gaps aside. If you actually stop talking, yeah. The people who are talking they will stop because they look, oh, what's, what's going on going on stage? Is, yeah. He's not talking. Mm. So I could start singing <laughs> really quiet. quiet yeah. <laughs> start whispering. Well, people are terrible with music. My son actually did a, a gig with me last Saturday and he played a few songs on the acoustic. Oh, fabulous. Yeah. yeah. And uh, just people just talked all the way through yeah. it. You know, it's on. They applaud at, when they knew the song was over, they yeah, applaud. Yeah. Yeah. But it's terrible. What I find is, you know, in art centres, I love playing art centres, mm. but they're so quiet, you know, and sometimes mm. you're going, are they out there? Like, <laughs> yeah. But then you can hear like all the rattles of the crisp packets and all. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> the little sweetie rappers and all. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I always have to say something like I can't not. Yeah. So I always go, someone out there having the bag crisps is there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, you can share. I'd love an old Chris myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, I, I just find that hilarious. But Have you ever had stage fright going on stage? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I have, yeah. Yeah. So I, I have. Uh, have you, yeah, it's whatever's kind of in your mind. Um, like when you're saying you're you're on stage, you're mm. on, say if you're on your own, I don't know if you were about if you're on your own, but yeah. there's um, that silence. Yeah. And then you're going. You hear the footsteps. You can hear your own <laughs> voice coming back at you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's. I think it depends what kind of frame of mind you're in. Yeah. You know, if you're really positive and everything's great and all, but if yeah. you've any sort of negative things at all popping on in there, or mm. do you know? I I don't know. Yeah. Do you think? I don't know. Well, I'm not sure if it's that. Yeah, it could be that. It could be. I went through a period. Of, I. You know what I think it is. Uh, I wasn't doing 
stuff that I particularly liked. Mm. I wasn't doing material that I thought I was I was kind of faking it a bit. Okay. And I think that's mm. uh Yeah. When you go, oh, I'm not really relaxed here, I'm being someone else. Yes. And that kind of then you kind of feel you like you're yourself. two people. Yeah. There's you and then there's the person. Makes sense, doesn't it? So you kind of mm. feel a bit on edge. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> getting a bit deep. Yeah. Uh so, sorry, you, you released yeah. your, your album when you're, what, you're 12? Yeah. And so what happened with the album then? So what happened was I signed the record deal. Again, I wasn't with, really... With, with who? Um, so it was Anim Records at the time. And how, how did they hear the album? They sent You sent it out or something? Um, or? No, they, it was, they recorded, they paid for the album. Well, how did they... Um, how did they hear me? Hear about you. After the Late Late Toy Show. Yeah. I was on Kenny Live. Yeah. And... I think I was spotted on that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Was, I was also on the school around the corner. Where are you? <laughs> I rode in. Mm. I rode in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're just a media whore. Yeah. yeah. What, was, what was I like? Yeah. Um, and you were 18 at the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Last year. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, so they, they, um, recorded the album with me and, mm. but it was all covers. Mm. And music wise, it wouldn't be, I wouldn't have had a lot of, well, I wouldn't have had any, any say over it. Like I was mm. literally just given the songs to sing mm. and, and I sang them, um, which was great. And, you know, it was great experience and it was, you know, again, it's priceless experience just being in a studio yeah, and recording songs and, um, and I loved it and I loved every minute of it. Um, and then mm. what happened was the album was recorded and went over to the Cannes Film Festival to, represent whatever their artists are mm. um, and then it was heard over there by two American representatives mm. who then came over to Ireland I met myself and my dad um, to take me back over there and um, sign to a, a label in Nashville they wanted to I think it was buy the contract over um, so my poor old dad you know thought long and hard about this and there was a lot of discussions between himself and mammy and she said young children he had a business um, it all sounded lovely, you know, and I, I mean, mm. I was there, I was gone <laughs> in my head. <laughs> you wanted to go. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I was, and I, oh God, I feel awful, terrible now, but I do remember at the time saying, Daddy, why are you holding me back? <laughs> mm. Imagine. Imagine, like he'd remind me of that now. Yeah, sure. He was only thinking of me, God love him. And, mm. um, and so they, they decided, look, this isn't the thing to do at this point. Your for parents any of decided. They did, yeah. Well, mm. I was 12. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I just should have packed a bag and ran off. <laughs> Do you have any regret about that? Regrets? Well, I, I suppose I don't think you can because it just uh, didn't happen. So yeah, uh, it wasn't going to. They yeah. weren't ever going to let me go. Mm-hmm. So do I regret? I no, I don't think. Like no, no, I don't. What would have happened if I had what gone out? What would they have marketed you as? I mean, it, there aren't any twelve-year-old. Leanne, uh, what's her name? Leanne Rhymes. Do you remember her? Oh yeah, she was around twelve, thirteen. Oh okay, yeah. I think that was that kind of a, that was what they were after. Yeah, I suppose in America there is a big market for that uh, mm. thing. Yeah, uh, of uh, yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of the, the young kid with the. But you know what? I like. I would have been totally. My my life wouldn't have been my own. No, you know, and I was a very naive. I, we were from Wicklow, and I was a bit of a gom, <laughs> really. So I don't know, you know, and when you're that age, like I remember. You know, they were saying to me, like, obviously I was one of four. Mm. So 
as my mom always said, like what one gets, everyone gets. And, you know, we didn't ask for things because we knew, you know, that it just wouldn't be possible. Yeah. Um, so now these people were like, what do you want? Like, do you, what, like we'll, we'll, what, what's your favorite clothes? And at the time, like I loved Wrangler. <laughs> it yeah. was all the rage. And I was like, I like Wrangler denim. And uh, <laughs> should come back to those days. <laughs> yeah, you're wearing, <laughs> wearing a, a denim, denim jacket. Yep. And uh, so... Uh, they were like, you can have any amount that you want. Really? What else do you like? You know, and I'm like, they were like, do you like Burger King? Like every day. Are we they would... saying this to you personally? Yeah. People, so yeah. adults are saying, what do you want? Yeah. We can get you. Get you anything you want. And like they were coming <sighs> in with stuff like. Yeah. So I was like, happy days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, like going to McDonald's and Burger King and that wouldn't have been a big thing when I was a kid, you know, because... Uh, it was a treat, you know, it would have been a treat, a rare treat. I'm the same my kids. Yeah, that's mm. good. That's, mm. that's the way I'd have mine as well. Mm. Um, but sure, like they were asking me, do you like Burger King McDonald's? I'm like, yeah, she had me there every day. Like, really? <laughs> getting all those burgers and, the, and then handing me contracts. <laughs> <laughs> they did actually do that. They, I, I got presented with a contract when my dad wasn't around one day. Really? Yeah, and I was like, no, I can't sign that. Like, I'll get killed. Like, that I'll get killed. That is sneaky. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't have stood up anyway. Uh, no, I, I don't imagine. think so. You're no. 12, I don't think. No. Legally it would stand up. But still, but yeah. it's a, that's unbelievable. Yeah. And is that when you're in Ireland or you're in Nashville or you're in No, somewhere I never got else? to go to Nashville. You're um, in, were I, you over in London or where were they? At where this were they? It, uh, they were coming to you, were they? So yeah, so yeah. it was Kalini Castle was kind of the, the meeting point I remember at the okay, time. yeah, yeah. And, um, so I was in the studio every day as well. So then they would kind of take me off then afterwards yeah. and feed me with burgers and chips. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> And who was, who was producing the, uh, uh, who, uh the Mary Kettle was her name. Yeah. A female producer. And she was lovely. Yeah. Um, and where are the music, who, what musicians were on it? Were they coming in from America or are they? Um, local there was or? one, there was uh, an yeah. American writer that was brought in. Mm. Um, Mary, Leisha, I think was her name. You're bringing it all back to me now because this stuff mm. I do forget. <laughs> um, yeah, there was, I think the majority of them were Irish musicians. Yeah. And then this one, lady American songwriter she was brought into mm. it was four original songs on the album um, mm. but then it didn't really do anything because they didn't push it then, then I think they had their plan that they wanted me to yeah mm. Yeah. Gosh. So when then after that you just go back to school and are you like yeah, disappointed? And very. So, like yeah. I'm sure I told all the rest of the little wonder they were all you know. Like <laughs> they were too nice to me that out. Because <laughs> you said you were going off to. Oh sure. Star. That I was like, yeah, I'm off to America and oh, I'm going to have a private tutor. And you have to and come back. Yeah. So I had to come back, tell between the legs, sit yeah. in the chair, and they were like, "Hi, Lamont. <laughs> 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 Thought you were going to America, <laughs> you know? Oh God. Like, Not yet. I'll, I'll next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, that must have been hard. Yeah, I suppose it was at the time. You know, when you were a kid as well, like yeah. you take these things very hard. Yeah. But um, Asher, obviously, I, I got over it eventually. Must yeah, you seem well balanced now. I'm all right, yeah. <laughs> it turned out okay. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A few a few rough years there now, but um. And then, so yeah. what happens then? You just go back to school and you're still writing songs, is still it? Still writing songs. And um, do you go the whole way to, eight, like, when do you start again? Yeah. Back into the music industry? Um, I'm I, sure you're doing it all along, but when do you... But professionally, yeah, kind of. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, so from the time then I was, like, 13, then to mm. 18, I was um, playing with a band. Mm. You know, like your your son, yeah, 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 and just friends from school, yeah, um, and playing the odd pub gig here and there, mm. and um, we were probably shit. Like <laughs> I'm sure we weren't very good, <laughs> but um, and we we really weren't. But um, mm. 
but it was great, you know, and it was great to learn mm. that. And as you say, you know, you get in front of these hecklers and, mm. um, <laughs> yeah, in pubs and stuff and play this and play that. And so that was great. Yeah. And um, so got the leave and search out of the way. Mm. And then um, I got myself a copy of Hot Press Yearbook. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. And of course, the, it's like the Bible of the who's who. And the, oh, yeah. yeah. That was my big uh, first brush with fame, just having a yeah. listing in that. Really? It's great, <laughs> and, isn't it? Nothing, really. It's just my <laughs> name and number. But I'm going, yeah. wow, I'm in the Hot Press there, Yearbook. Yeah. But that's it. It's exciting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So got myself. It's like, uh, <laughs> did you ever see that Steve Martin film, The, the Idiot? Oh, yes. Where his name is in the phone book. And he's like, look. I'm in the phone. <laughs> so, yeah, all of that. Yeah. So anyway, you got the yeah. book. Yeah, got the so book. I got the book and mm. um, I went, I, I recorded a, a song, a couple of songs. Mm. Hadn't really a clue what I was doing like, but I did them anyway. Mm-hmm. And um, Recorded them at home? Um, oh, no, no, you I couldn't do that then maybe. Yeah, no, you couldn't, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I went up to um, a studio up the north. Yeah, yeah. And it was cheaper up there. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was, yeah, at the time. That's all changed now, though, you know, because yeah. it's so accessible now to, as you say, record in your bedroom. Yeah, but, I know. Yeah, but at the time it would have been, was quite, quite expensive. I know, yeah, um, yeah, when I was in the band as well. I mean, yeah. this is obviously way earlier than that, but mm. it's a big deal to record something. To record, yeah. And now my son, Danny, because he, he could be recording something while he's on the laptop, just right sitting there in the living room. Mad. It's, it's and mad. the quality is really good. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm. So, um, yeah, so I, I started sending out handwritten letters, mm. A4 letters. Mm. People still remember them, which is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> to, yeah, um, not emails. <laughs> no, because we didn't really, yeah, or I maybe should have printed them, but no, mm. I, I had to handwrite them. Mm. Hello, my name is Luan Barr. Yeah. I am 18 years of age. Yeah. Um, I like to sing. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> kind of thing. To who? To uh, management? Or like anyone? Everyone. Yeah, like everyone got one of my letters. Yeah, like I think every single person, management, le- record labels. Um, I was sending out the song to DJs, yeah. so they were getting them as well. Yeah, it's funny. Like they do say to me, like sometimes in interviews, I remember I got a letter for you. Yeah, it's a big two-page one. That's hilarious. <laughs> front and back. <laughs> <laughs> well, and so then, yeah. yeah so um. Uh, what happened then? Yeah, so Stuart Clark in Hoppers. Mm. I, I sent him one. Yeah, I know Stuart. Nice He's guy. lovely. Mm. Yeah, lovely. Mm. Um, and so he he listened to the song and whatever. And then he wrote this tiny little piece in, in the Hoppers magazine. Mm. Just said, look out for it. And this new song. And um, a couple of days later, I get a call from Hugh Murray. Mm-hmm. And um, he Hugh said, Murray is Hugh Murray was Sony's A and R guy at the okay, time, okay. and uh, so he called and he said, um, "So I've just read this article, so it just goes to show, like you know how people are, especially people in the industry are kind of scouting all the mm. time." I was like, "Oh, all right, yeah, um, really?" <laughs> and uh, no, it wasn't like that. I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> it was much more ecstatic. And uh, he said, uh, "I'd love to hear the song." So. I was like, okay, um, sent it on. And I was up there in a, couple, a couple of days later and next of all, negotiations are going through with Sony. Ah. So yeah, so how I kind of started out with the, I don't really know what I was kind of aiming to achieve, but I was just getting it out there. Yeah. I never thought for a second though, because I never sent it to Sony. Um, mm. And Hugh said, he asked me that, he said, why did you not send it to Sony? And I was kind of like, well, I just thought that was just aiming too high. <laughs> you know, that was... Yeah. I, I didn't think that listen ever like I thought you were going to say I started at the A's and I still haven't got to S 
No. Yeah. And Bill wouldn't allow it. And nobody was just oh. giving in. They, they were just getting... Just nobody was giving in. God, it's unbelievable, isn't it? How, how you, an artist can be just... It, 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 it was awful because from something that was so lovely as well, like, mm. I, you know, it was an amazing experience in the States and it was very much a labour of love between making the album between, between Bill and myself um, mm. because he had lost a little boy and um, it was really sad and tragic and I think he had seen this as kind of almost therapy mm. Um, mm. and... His partner, Button, the crazy people, they were amazing, all mad names and everything. Mm. But like, I, I felt like they were family, you know. Yeah. Um, so what happened was for, there was a huge amount of money spent at this point. Um, and especially from Sony's side. And then sure, there was all these lawyer bills and everything coming up. Mm. They did put out the album free. Um, but there was no money to promote it. And it came out, it was on the shelves. I won the Meteor Award for Best Irish Female within that month. Mm-hmm. And then that was it. That it's not it. promoted, it's just left there. It was left, it was, it was, it, I think it went three times over budget and everything, like, because it was with all the carry on that was kind of going yeah. on back and forth. And yeah, it was, it just, it, yeah, you, you realize then the mu- what the music industry is. It is an industry and it is, mm. you know, it's, it's a business. It's, um, it's not just about the music, <laughs> unfortunately. Without a doubt. Mm. Yeah. So that's what happened with me. It's terrible, isn't it? I mean, mm. you've heard of other things. Uh, the Stone Roses had that problem as well with yeah. uh, a bad contract. Right. Trying to get out trying of one. Trying to get out of and it. And that stopped the release, I think, of their second album for years. Wow. And it's just a career then does, it doesn't it falters. You can't, if it's yeah. too long, then you can't get back. It's hard, like, and it's not your career, but yeah. I mean, just it no, absolutely holds it's you back for that completely. time. Completely, like I was tied yeah. up in all those that that legal battle for it went on years, and it's it still yeah. hasn't resolved. That album still hasn't come out, um, and so it's, that, those songs are not. No, you can't get your hands on them. None of them. There's hundreds of songs between the Bill album, the UK stuff. Yeah, and I always felt like there was this kind of perception of me that people. Especially, I suppose Sony had hyped things up that people knew my name, mm. but there was no music. You know, right, there's never yeah, any music. Yeah. And so then maybe you're getting this kind of thing, going, who is she? Who it's just want, an yeah. image, you yeah, know, exactly. there's nothing it's behind like this it. It's false sense of, yeah. yeah. When the truth was, like, I have been this kid that has been playing and since I was a young child. Yeah. Um, so I've sort of made, I th- like, I popped in and out. There was, I released the full circle in 2010 myself and, mm. um, yeah, so I'd say since then I've kind of been popping in and out of it. Mm. But um, last November I, well, I went back into the studio and I've, I recorded some uh, a new EP with Gavin Glass. Yeah, big fan of Gavin's, and um, I spent a long time working on the EP and working on the songs and um, really happy with 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 the outcome. Yeah, um, and so released the first single last November. So kind of really made a conscious decision now to go hell for leather full throttle with this mm-hmm. and um so kind of yeah in the last seven months it's just been yeah but mm. but i'm loving it this time around yeah yeah i'm really enjoy- and i appreciate it you know i think when you're younger as well like when sony were footing the bill for things i know i took it for granted 
you know, mm. I didn't need to be, you know, on first class flights because they're the very same as the economy. Do you know, it's just to get a free meal. You know, I could pay for that, like in tenor. Yeah, Do you a know? nice bigger chair, don't you? Yeah, that's only on the, the longer flights, though. It's oh, really? The short ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. You yeah. mean the one that's just a curtain dividing you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bit, like, they're very same, like, uh, yeah. <laughs> ridiculous. So, um... Uh. And things like that, you know, I'm, I'm more than happy staying in a and b than staying in a fancy hotel. And like, I know that might sound, <laughs> you know, but it's true. Like, but I'd it's be, true. it I, is true. You know, I, I'm the same. Like, I mean, cause I stay, you stay in a fancy hotel at the beginning. You go, Ooh, this is, this, this is, is great. great. Yeah. But then you realize a hotel is a pretty mundane place. You're in your room on your own. So it. it's not. Doesn't matter how nice it is. Doesn't matter. You're, you're not, not on holidays it. as well. You're, you're working. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So you're yeah. not. You're not going to spend you, a lot of time there. You won't be in the room that much. No, you're you, there. You to go off and do sound check and gig work. and all this. And know? then get back at all hours of the morning and, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then fall asleep. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. I mean, I'd much prefer to be saving the pennies, you yeah. know, and, and spending around what they need, what it needs to be spent on yeah. rather than all the rest, you know. And it's on stage, I suppose. That that's where you really enjoy yourself anyway. Yeah. Not in the hotel room. Not, but that's it. And <laughs> <laughs> That's it, exactly I'm, there now. <laughs> I'm not sure. Maybe in your lifestyle, you probably have great parties great in your in your. No, it's very boring. <laughs> it's very boring. <laughs> Although uh, I did see great parties with James Blunt when I was torn with him. Oh yeah, really. James Blunt used to throw, throw great parties after yeah. parties back in the rooms afterwards. Really? Yeah. Like what kind of mad mar- <laughs> like <in> mad parties? <laughs> yeah. yeah, everything went in those, and uh, but, thank God they didn't have. Like, I suppose they did have camera phones then, but they weren't really, it wasn't like you could put something on straight up on Facebook, like, mm. you'd have been ruined. <laughs> really? It was mad crack. I so, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, James Blunt. You'd be amazed at who are the mad party people. I wouldn't have expected it from James now. No, he's oh. in the army. And, well, the army, yeah. sure, they're mad, yeah. yeah. He's a nice fella, is he? Ah, he was lovely, mm. yeah. He was signed at the same time that I was signed to the management. Yeah. So I was kind of around when... We toured together um, when things were small and we used to do residency gigs together and to maybe like 100 people. Oh, and he was starting out as well, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. At that time, yeah. Mm. And uh, and then I was, it was amazing to see that whole thing grow and grow and and he loved it. <laughs> he loved the lifestyle. Did he? Yeah. I'd be like, I'll just pop my head in and say goodnight now before I go to bed, lads. <laughs> He was partying all night. And the, yeah, they were partying all night. I was back at my room, you know, uh, with the lockets looking after the voice and all. <laughs> were you? I was, yeah. That's you true. were? Yeah. Totally. You didn't go any... Didn't go I any did a little bit, but yeah. like I, w- I would be... Yeah. I used, what I age were you then? Uh, yeah. 20, I was in my 20s, 20, early 20s yeah. then. That's when yeah. you supposed to go mad. Go mad, yeah. A little bit. But see, I was always very concerned that... Um, if I didn't have my voice, like, mm. do you know, if I went so mental and mad that I didn't have my voice then the next night, um, mm. yeah, there's no one to blame but myself, like, but sure, mm. <laughs> I didn't do anything good, did I? <laughs> I should have Fair just gone mad. <laughs> I did go a little bit, of course I did. Did that, John, did you, did you, were you at any of his parties? They're supposed to be mad. Yeah, I was. Yeah? Yeah. Um, I always find Elton to be very... Ah uh, no, maybe I'm right. I was gonna say very normal, but um, but then I'm just remembering. <laughs> yeah. Um, does he do normal? <laughs> I do remember this one. Um, he was playing in New York. Let me try and think where it was. Oh God, 
Music City. Music mm-hmm. Music City, isn't it called? Uh, I don't actually know. I think it's Music City. Um, and uh, beforehand, um, I just got to go to, you know, the little kind of, what would you call it? Just in the green room and just mm, hanging out. Mm. And um, so there was, it was all these um, guys, buff guys, just dressed in like... <laughs> just hanging around Elton. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. They just had dicky bows and I think it was thongs on them. Are you serious? Yeah, and they were yeah. just walking around like serving people like champagne and um, uh, sushi and all this kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, I remember just been... Yeah, I'll have some more champagne over here, please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah um, it um, was... It was, yeah, quite eye-opening. And then at the end of the night, everybody got to see Elton. Like, I, I knew him quite well because I, I performed with him at the Apollo in London and I opened for him there and yeah. I would get to go to Christmas parties and stuff. So I, I suppose I knew him quite well at That's that point. That's incredible, isn't it? You, yeah. You, at the Again, you don't realise until it's, you know. He is massive, you know. He is, yeah. Not just star, but also recording catalogue is, is incredible. Oh my God. I remember one day, like, he was sitting there, it was Christmas, day before Christmas Eve. Mm. We were having dinner, and um, he was telling me he had to, he was he was going to, I don't know if it was Liz Hurley or Victoria's, it was one of these, anyway, they were, he was the godfather um, mm. to the christening, and he was like, you know, I'm going to have to sing, and my voice is, it's not great at the minute. And I was like, isn't it? I'm sure, I'm sure they won't mind if you don't sing. <laughs> I didn't like Yeah. And uh, he said, oh, no, no, they're going to expect it. Like, I'll, I'll have to. And mm. I was like, oh, I'm sure, like, they'll understand. You know, it's so funny. But it was such a normal conversation. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so like normal. Have, like, oh, geez, I have was, to sing at this party tonight. Yeah, yeah, and he was genuinely concerned, like, because he'd come off tour, I suppose, and his voice was, wasn't... You know, it was tired. Yeah. You know, because that can happen where it's just, it can be a little bit tired and it's not, you know, it's not performing to the best of its its ability, like. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And was he with uh, his husband back then? Or? Yeah, David was lovely. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he was yeah. really lovely. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because I remember I'm laughing, I'm laughing because <laughs> I'm remembering stuff. Mm. Um, I, I shouldn't say really, should I? I know. Come on, what? She's okay, not well, going to listen. Well, you never know. <laughs> uh, yeah. I remember, oh God. <laughs> Go on. Okay, so I remember one day we were all sitting around the table and um, having the dinner again. <laughs> and mm. uh, David was sat across. Alicia Dixon was there because she was signed to the label. Mm. Um, James was there. Blunt. And uh, himself. Mm. And... David got a text on his phone. Mm. I remember Elton going, who's texting you, David? But it was real, like, in a couple way. Do you know her? Somebody was like, who's texting you? Do you know? And mm. But again, it was so normal. Mm. Do you know? And then he was explaining who the text was from. Mm. But I just found that so normal, like, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. Do you know, they're human. Of course they're human, like. Yeah. and know? But but then he's got uh, fellas and tongs walking around. Well, then there's would, the other would, side, would there isn't not be, um, a bit of rivalry, a bit of What's jealousy. his name, David? Would David not go, Elton, come on. Am yeah, I not like, good enough for you? I get the text, you know, and you're you're going mental, like, <laughs> and then these dudes are walking around, <laughs> you know. Uh, and then at the end of that, in the, you know, a little uh, afterwards in the kind of green room or again, whatever you would call it. Mm. But it was a different room at this point. So after the gig, everyone got to just meet Elton and say, God, that was amazing. You know, mm. of course, like, that's what you're going to say. Yeah, you're not going to say that. Yeah. That, that was average. Jesus, you know that song now? <laughs> Put that out the set. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not sure if that worked, but uh, yeah. but it was almost like queuing up to see. Do you know years ago it was the excitement of going in to see Santa Claus in the <laughs> <laughs> and there was a big queue. That's what it reminded you me of. Set up on Elton's <laughs> knee. 
was like that. And everyone would go in and then you'd be waiting your turn to go in like and then I remember the whole room was like decked well, you all actually in. Queued they queued, yeah, people to go in and see Elton. Yeah, I was That's like, Should I talk to him after? Like <laughs> well, it's like yeah. the Queen. You it know, is, yeah. He is a queen. Yeah, he is. And people queued and then <laughs> yeah. I went I went in and I was like, That's me, Sir Elton <laughs> as all the other people were saying. And he was like, Oh yeah, yeah, thanks. <laughs> That's, yeah. Thank you very much, Luan. Now run along. Yeah, there's a queue. <laughs> there's more people. Do I get my present? There's more people who want to tell me I'm amazing. Up on the knee here. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what it was like. That's amazing. And are all the flowers, he, he, yeah. he notoriously spends yeah. there was thousands on flowers. Kind of drapes as well. Like it was all kind of a mm. lilac. I think it was mm. lilac anyway. Um, yeah, mm. that was all draped around the mm. whole room to create this lovely... It's oh. amazing. I mean, there must be... It's it, it's showbiz. And I mean, I was talking to Al Porter. Do you know Al Porter? He's a comedian. Oh, yes, yes, he's yeah. a, and he's he loves the whole... Uh, um, he's only a young fella now. He's yeah. only 22. But he arrives... He's only 22. <laughs> he wears like suits and big fancy coats and everything. He just loves the showbiz. The show and is. it is good. It's good, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, yeah. So what are you, you're at now is you're 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 enjoying what you're doing and you're loving it. Just it's your thing now. Mm-hmm. You're owning it. You're owning it. Yeah, I actually mm. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. Um, and appreciating it, I think mm. as well. Do you know? Mm. Um. So yeah. So you just love because this is your career. This is your mm. life. Yeah. And it always has been. Writing and playing music. Yeah. And it's funny people to say to me things like, uh, so what does the one do outside of that? And yeah, sometimes I have to think like, yeah. you know, because it, I, I suppose it's a kind of a selfish career choice as well in that it does take up so much of your life. Yeah. You know, would you feel the same? Yes. Because yeah, yeah. you don't really turn off. You don't, do you? From it. No. 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 So it can be hard, I think, on relationships. Yeah, uh, singing in the bed. Sorry, <laughs> singing in the bed. No. Whatever. I'm still singing away. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Maybe you're always, uh, let's say, uh, looking at things in a funny. Uh, from my angle, yeah. I'm thinking, oh yeah, I'm writing, writing a line, and oh that could be. That could be funny. You know, yeah. when you're never turn off. No. You never turn off. You never switch off from it. Yeah. So. No, it is selfish to a certain extent, but at the same time, mm. it's not like you're going to be. You're giving yourself as well, like, um, mm. you're just doing what you like doing, what you want to do, whatever. That's it. Um, you know, yeah. who, who, how many people work a job that they never liked all their life? That's, That's you know, so who, true, what, like, what do you want to do that? No. Yeah. And this time around now, especially with the video, the how the EDMX came about was um, mm. uh, Warren Nolan. Um, he approached me with the with the mix and. I don't know why I didn't think about myself, mm. but I loved it when I heard it. And, and if I'm honest, I probably preferred it to the original. I just thought the beat behind it just really brought it out and I loved it. Uh, so I thought, you know, what, I'm just going to run with this and put it out there and, yeah. you know, let's just see where it goes. Um, but with that, I've sort of put myself out of the comfort zone. Um, hence yeah. the whole, you know, beach scene, yeah. bikini thing and the nightclub. And, but like, I've loved doing that. You know, it's been so much fun. Mm. But, um, I like the mixes a lot. Your mix and uh, there's another band, Jape, the uh, Irish band, great, aren't did, they? did a yeah. mix of the first single, uh, whatever it was. But there was loads of mixes. Yeah. Put of out the, there. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know why I didn't. It's funny sometimes you're so engrossed in thinking of other stuff that things kind of slip. Um, at the minute, I'm kind of looking after everything. I have a fantastic team around me. Mm. But essentially, I'm kind of looking after stuff myself. Mm. And I'd. I would love to get to a point where I didn't have to do that. Yeah. And um, that I can just focus on the music because I think that 
something so not that it suffers but um because you're it takes so much time i'm sure you know yourself <laughs> to do all the other stuff and the business end of things yeah. that you're not maybe getting to do the creative side as much as what you'd like yeah that's def- what i find yeah anyway. absolutely yeah um, yeah so i'd love there to come a point where i can i can um hand things over to somebody else and say right you can deal with this end now that i can just and a focus on the gigs and the sure that know. will happen because you're building a body of work and it'll yeah hopefully that's it'll um hopefully now it'll work out I'll <laughs> 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 do it for you, you if you want <laughs> send me all your all the stuff <laughs> stuff I'll, I'll work it out for you yeah so um, that's that's kind of where things are at but um oh, that's cool cool yeah cool, cool. enjoying it though that's good. Mm. That's the main thing. That is. is totally you know, the main totally thing. It totally is. Yeah. Yeah. And my poor old dad, he got sick there um, four years ago, almost four years ago. Yeah. That shocked me. Yeah. Because, like, although my dad had, he'd had a heart attack a few years prior to this. Yeah. Like, he walked into the hospital and I'm sure he walked back out, like, laughing. Like, he walked right. in laughing. He walked, like, even the nurses were kind of like, why are you here? Mm. Do you know? And he was like, well, I think I've had a heart attack. <laughs> A big one. Really? <laughs> yeah, but like yeah. he's just, he's such a great sense of humour. Yeah. And um, so like th- it didn't phase me. Yeah, Whereas yeah, yeah, yeah. when he had the stroke, this was like, you know, and this, it's, you know, yourself, it's like this happens to other people. It doesn't happen to, you know. Yeah, well, mm. it happens. Yeah. It does. Yeah. So it made you think about what's important, I suppose. It surely did, yeah. yeah and it just, yeah, and yeah. it just, it, it just really puts it, put things into perspective. And, yeah, um, yeah. I spent a lot, a lot of time then with dad. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in the hospital for a long time. And then, yeah. um, outside of that, when he came home and, uh, and then I was spending so much time with him that I was annoying him. Yeah. <laughs> I was. <laughs> and he was kind of like, would you ever go off now? And, <laughs> Do your own thing. Do your own thing, yeah. What's happening mm. with the music, Luan? Mm. <laughs> Do you know, you'd want to be getting, doing stuff with that there now, you know, and like, <laughs> that's grand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get off. You're annoying me. Yeah. Yeah, like Elton. Just get off. Get yeah. out. There's a queue, people. <laughs> yeah, out you go there now. You said your hellos. I know I'm great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. All so right, cool. Are you going to, you want to play a song? I'll do a little song. Yeah, brilliant. Thanks, Luan. Yeah, cool. Okay.
That was amazing. Was that okay? That was brilliant. Thank you very much. Bring your mic up there. There, there we are. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was beautiful, and your voice is incredible. Oh, thank you. It's incredible. Thank you very much. Thanks for coming in. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> Well, yeah, thanks to Luan Parle for doing that interview and for singing the song. Uh, the first song that's been sung on this pod, Aruni. And the first uh, giveaway of product is going to happen now because Luan left four CDs of her album, The Full Circle, to give away in a competition. So we're going to do a competition. I've never done this before. Uh, this uh, makes me sound like a real proper DJ when I'm doing this. So I'm going to give you a, a competition. So let's say, yeah, uh, Les Luan Pearl told me she was out for a walk near in somewhere in Sligo and she jumped into something. So what did she jump into? Was it A, a pothole? B, a bog hole, or C, a big hole in the Earth's atmosphere through which W.B. Yeats ascended when he'd finished all his poetry work and said, I will arise and go now when he flew up into the sky. Uh, A, B, or C, and uh, you could send your answer to hello at castaway.media. Uh, if you don't want to do that competition, if you, if that confuses you, just, just write, I love Luan Parle because, and fill in the rest and send it to that email address, hello at castaway.media. Thanks for listening anyway, and, uh, thanks to everyone involved, Lu- Luan of course, uh, Daniel Rooney for the music, Andrew Mangan for producing and Castaway Media for hosting the podcast. Next week, I'm not sure who'll be on it, but uh, I know it's going to be someone very good. All right, see you then. Bye. I'm seeing something. It's smiling at me. But not a friendly smile. The worst smile I've ever seen in my life. Do you see it right now? Smile. Rated R. Only in theaters September 30th.